Good morning. Hi, Cassandra. Hello. Hi. You guys are watching Reflect Live Podcast with Michelle. And I have Healing Hearts Massage and Wellness, Miss Cassandra. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I am doing good. I am doing good. It's been a minute since we've spoken. Yeah, about a month or two almost. <laughs> about a month. Isn't that crazy? Time flies. I'm going to say good morning to our listeners. Ramona already said good morning. Good morning. And I'm going to say uh, bring your questions. There you go. We'll get some questions going up here. All right. So my first question for you is, can you just share a little bit about your background in massage and uh, wellness and how you got started? Well, I kind of got started as a kid. I grew up massaging family members' hands and arms and rubbing their backs a little bit. So when it came time to choose a career, that just seemed like the most natural course for me. I didn't Who would you practice on? my first school. My mother, my grandparents, uh, not so much my sister. We were mean to each other sometimes. We were mean <laughs> as well. I worked on her. We did trigger point on her. <laughs> and I was a little vicious. <laughs> Give an example. That is so funny. <laughs> I know. Like what would what trigger point did you do on her? I'm pretty sure we did like the upper neck and shoulder areas on her because that's where she's <laughs> always carried the most tension and most people do it's that weight of the world thing so sure yeah and i'm, I'm excited we'll, we'll get into that and we'll do a, a little practice and a little teach so you can you can teach us how to do it and so you started on your family did you just use like regular lotion from your bathroom and say i want to massage your feet or whatever yep pretty much i bet you love that yeah, they almost always did, or at least they gave me compliments about it, so I felt great. Well, that's awesome. So you mentioned yeah. that you didn't like your first school. I did not. Tell us um, a little bit about that. I was correcting the science teacher on <gasps> the specifics of anatomy and oh what gosh. the names of certain areas of the brain was called. I'm sitting here reading the book, and what you're saying is a thousand times different than what this says. So just like, didn't vibe well with that school. Mm. Um, so I left them and worked at Walmart for a while, just regular day jobs and just kept looking for a school and it came down to two different schools there was southwest institute of healing arts and then there was the national holistic institute and healing arts was closer the national holistic institute was in los angeles california oh, and wow. i wasn't ready to move states yet <laughs> so tell us about the tell us about your school and why you liked it better I liked it better just because the people were different than what I had experienced in, I guess, to say the real world. Outside of school, everybody was very angry and just go, go, go. Mm -hmm. Phoenix traffic is terrible. Can you it's imagine? It's literally one of the worst states or one of the worst accident areas in the U.S., I think, is what I had read a while ago. But yeah, so to step into this school was go like going into a different world. Everybody was very nice. They were very helpful. If you even mentioned that you were feeling sore or feeling sick, they would almost to help you. And mm. I've just really loved that about them. They were very holistic school. So mm. 
we didn't focus on just the anatomy. We focused on the mental and the spiritual as well. So meditation at the beginning of every massage class, self-care techniques. I ended up taking a Reiki course kind of on accident. I took a specialty massage course in Reiki. What is, what is that? Part of it. I don't know what that is. Reiki What's is Reiki? energy work. Okay. Tell us a little bit about so that. It's something you don't even have to touch the body. At the beginning of the session, you just kind of talk with your client, see where they're at, what they would like to achieve from that session, whether it was pain relief or if it was just emotionally related. And so you set the intention at the beginning of the session there. And like I said, you don't even have to touch the body necessarily. Like you can just hover your hands over the third eye. You can hover hands over the shoulders, focusing on relaxing that and getting the energy to flow. Make sure your client's not crossing their feet and blocking energy. I even do that with massage now. I'm like, don't cross your feet. You're going to block the energy flow there. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, if people cross their feet or or even their legs, does that, like in, in general, like at work in general, does that hurt? Does that, like the way somebody sits, does that give tension in your body? Yes, absolutely. Like getting up and down constantly throughout our day. Like I've worked a desk job before and I've actually ended up at more pain towards the end of that job than what I had going into it from massage therapy. And so everything in our daily lives affects what we do. Sitting all day, getting up and down, going, setting up events. We were doing drapery at locations. There was a lot to that job. And so I ended up very sore and didn't really take very good care of myself. I preached Mm -hmm. to everybody massage monthly and then didn't do it. Now you just said massage monthly. Why is that important? Because regular maintenance on the body itself is important. It's going to help with your blood flow. It's going to help teach your muscles how to relax again. And we really do in this day and age need to retrain our muscles on how to relax and not stay in that tense fight or flight state. Mm -hmm. So I definitely recommend monthly maintenance there. And if you can't do monthly, sometimes like even just skipping a month helps. So gotcha. And then if, if we were looking at doing monthly, is there certain parts of the body that you would focus on? It really depends on the person. So if you're having a lot of low back pain, typically I'm going to focus more on that low back, the glutes and the hamstrings, and also on the front of the hips as well, because most people sit a good, almost 50% of their day, I would think. And so those hip muscles, those hip flexors and extensors are getting pulled and shortened whichever way. And so just working into that hip really helps and especially getting some psoas work. What'd you say? Psoas? Especially, yeah, psoas muscle. So one of those muscles that actually is, um, it goes from the front all the way into the back. Okay. Does yeah. that, what else would it be called that like a regular person like myself would, would real, would recognize it. So uh, like sciatic nerve, like you hear that a lot. Yeah. Is that so different? The psoas muscle doesn't really have a different name. It's literally just called the psoas. The muscle that's typically pinching that sciatic nerve is usually the piriformis. And it's one of those muscles that runs from this into the hip joint. And so when it gets 
pulled or shortened too much, it starts to pinch that nerve and Mm. cause the issues. I gotcha. What types of massage do you um, specialize in? So I specialize in relaxation deep tissue. I like to slowly work the muscles so that they can let go and not feel forced. And so my client is not tensing up as I'm working on them. If I notice that my client is tensing up, I'll actually back off because I don't want, I I won't fight your muscles for control there because it's your massage. You're in control. If you want this to be a relaxing thing, it will be. But if you keep on tensing up, I won't be able to work those muscles and help you get the relief that you need there. Fighting the muscle is 10 times harder than just trying to work both sides or both ends of it to get it to relax naturally. Now I know Different people like different type of pressure. How do you know the type of pressure is good for that person? I I am almost always talking with my clients. So if I'm not getting any kind of, I guess, response from the muscle itself, I will talk to my client because there are those people who their muscles don't respond to anything other than deep tissue. Deep pressure, I guess, is how I should correct that because deep tissue and deep pressure are two different things. Deep tissue is getting down into those layers. Deep pressure is literally just about the amount of pressure that you're putting on them. So I do pay very close attention to the muscles. And if I feel like it's letting go, I'll kind of hold it and strip it out a little bit longer. If it doesn't feel like it's letting go, that's definitely when I choose to check in and be like, hey, is this the correct amount of pressure for you? Because I would, if it's too much, that that would cause them good. That would cause them to tense up, and that's counterintuitive what you're trying to do. Yes. However, there's those people with typically fibromyalgia patients. Like, so I was going to ask you about that. Fibromyalgia is really hit or miss. Like it always seems to be the person either wants super light tissue, they just need Mm -hmm. that touch and want to, to relax that way, or they want to deep of pressure as they can possibly get. And yeah, they'll be in pain for the next couple of days because of the amount of pressure, but then they feel better longer, or at least that's what they've told me. Do you have a lot of patients that have that problem? I have a couple. I wouldn't Mm -hmm. say a lot, about two or three. Mm -hmm. So I was wondering if that would help. It does. It does. Massage would help. And, and actually, um, there's certain aromatherapy oils that will help with it too. Yes, I was getting ready to do that. So Ramona mentioned that. So talk, <laughs> talk about your oils and uh, the stuff that you make as well. Right. So I am a certified aromatherapist. That was one of the courses in Suiha that I was very intent on taking. I can make any kind of essential oil blend. I can do sugar scrubs, salt scrubs. I've done roll-ons, done inhalants just to kind of give a person a boost throughout the day. I had a friend who had multiple sclerosis and we started using frankincense oil with her. Mm -hmm. And after a while of using it, she was actually able to stand back up out of her wheelchair for a little bit, not for very long periods of time, Mm -hmm. but she was able to get more movement after massage and aromatherapy oil use. Yeah. Neat. And then what about your scrubs? Then you say that you're working on making, yeah, I was going to say, go ahead. 
Yeah, the scrubs I typically make during session. I like them to be fresh and I like the oils to not be dissipated for the most part. So I like to drop those in there freshly as well. I've done peppermint oil on people's feet to just kind of give them a pep through that day because the peppermint oil really opens up everything and helps get some blood flowing. Feels good. It's very cooling. If you don't like cold on your feet, I don't recommend. (laughs) So I am making or in the process of making some sugar scrubs and salt scrubs for Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. And I'm still trying to figure out what sort of scents I would like to put in them. Because as much as I would love to use rose essential oil, that oil is very expensive. Mm. Gotcha. And how do you make, uh, you know, I'm thinking about the scrubs at just random uh, establishments. They have them in the restroom, you know, and they have the hand scrub. So is it similar to that or if you want to go deeper into what your oils and your your scrubs consist of? So my ingredients are very simple. I just use coconut oil and sugar to make it. I do like to use the, uh, I'm drawing a blank here, the not so processed coconut on for my scrubs, just because it's creamier. And I feel like it's a lot gentler, especially if your skin is starting to thin out because we we age, our skin thins mm-hmm. as we age and it's not so comfortable using just a bare, let's just say avocado oil and salt on your skin because it's very abrasive. Mm-hmm. And so sugar- That's very good for your skin. And that's why it's oil. one of my favorites. I do use other oils for people who are allergic because I do have a couple of friends who are allergic to coconut oil. Mm-hmm. And so- Grapeseed oil works great. Uh, Avocado oil. I can actually even just use kitchen olive oil, which I prefer over the cosmetic olive oil because it's Mm. cleaner. So interesting. And uh, Ramona says oils for the face, for facials. So I actually don't do facials. As a massage therapist, I never took the uh, aesthetics classes I do work with a lady who she does facials and she would probably be the, a better person to answer those kind of questions. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about what you're, what you tailor to. Mm-hmm. I really have a wide range of what I tailor to, honestly, mm-hmm. like in the special touch course, which was also where I took the Reiki courses was included infant touch prenatal, elder touch, and uh, yeah, the energy work. And so I can teach you to massage your baby or I can massage the baby for you just to Mm. kind of help them feel better, help their digestive systems flow a little bit better because we all know babies kind of get a little bit backed up sometimes Mm -hmm. and can use some little stretches here and a little belly Mm -hmm. rubbing to get the the I was going to ask you what what do you do for infants so infants I typically will do like a 15 to 30 minute massage depending on what they allow and I do ask the baby's permission before actually working on them and no they don't give a response but if they're sitting there pulling away from me as I'm trying to touch them. Obviously that baby is not wanting that attention. And so I'll either move to another area or see if mom wants to do it. And the baby may be more receptive to that. Gotcha. Okay. Neat. And then also elderly, you said that you 
work on the elderly, excuse me. Yeah. So I've actually gone into a couple of different uh, retirement homes. I used to go to one out in Arizona every two weeks and the residents there would sign up during the two weeks that I was gone for certain time slots. If they wanted just 30 minutes, they'd just pick one. If they wanted an hour, they'd take two. And so I would go in, they'd have a room that I could just move some of the furniture aside and set up in there, could lock the door. We Mm. had privacy and then just help the client in whatever way they need it most. A lot of the times it's head, neck and shoulders, because Mm. as we're getting older, the gravitational pull starts pulling us down. And so helping to work all of the chest, neck and shoulders will help them find a little bit of relief. We do have to be more gentle when working with the elderly because their skin is thinner. It is easier to tear and you don't want to pull on them for that reason. Gotcha. And so since we're talking about the neck, head, neck, can we go ahead and do an exercise that we can, if people are having tension right now, that would might help them release. Yeah. So one of my favorite things to do is just kind of start at the base of the neck here at the start of the shoulders and just press to whatever is comfortable to you. You'll feel, you'll notice what's tensing mm-hmm. you up and just kind of rub circles okay. and going down the back of the neck and just kind of okay. finger walking it down the back okay. of the neck. Like I'm already getting a little bit of like. I need to go get myself a massage. So when you said that, so we're dealing with the neck, but you're feeling chills on your legs. Why is that? Because everything in the body is connected. Just because Mm -hmm. uh, you're feeling the pain in your neck and shoulders doesn't mean that it's not coming from like your hips or even your knees because everything starts from the feet going up. So if you want to just hook your fingers and your rhomboids there in between the scapula and the vertebrae and just kind of slowly drag up while leaning your neck back. Feels good. And then you can just kind of grab, continue (laughs) trying to Uh think of what I'm doing here. Kind of grab the traps there, dragging forward as you do. Uh And you can even walk your fingers up into the neck. So right at the base of the skull is where a lot of people <clears throat> experience a lot of tension. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that comes from the head going forward. Your skull weighs about 10, 15 pounds on wow. its own. That's why yeah. I'm overweight. Like that. that brain is just so big. You work so right. So every inch that your chin goes forward and you lean forward actually adds an extra 10 pounds. Wow. Yeah. So that is part of why our skull, the base of the skull right there Mm -hmm. is almost always so tender and hurting because Mm -hmm. we're adding weight by leaning forward that way. And so leaning back and, you know, stretching these front neck muscles while you're doing that can Mm -hmm. kind of help counteract that. Now, is is there a certain way that you should move your neck around that you won't hurt yourself? You only want to go until you feel that pull. Once you feel it pulling, like that's enough. You don't need to extend that more. I would definitely recommend going to a physical therapist if you are looking to get more of a stretch out of that. Just consulting a professional will help help prevent muscle tears and muscle strains that Mm -hmm. we're not looking for. We literally just want to go to that. We feel the pull. And that's good enough. And you can just kind of follow that around. 
And sometimes you'll feel your neck popping and a lot of that is the lactic acid buildup there. So need to move more, <laughs> move need more and more. massage. Now there was a big thing on, on social, whether it was TikTok or whatever, that they were, you know, people were just doing stuff on their face, around their face. And mm-hmm. what is that? What, what does that do? So just that is to potent and it's just really okay. relaxing. And then there's also face reflexology. So certain mm-hmm. points of the face is actually a map of the body. So when you notice that you're getting really bad acne around mm-hmm. like the chin and all of that, that's mm-hmm. typically hormonal problems. Okay. And so this area is like the map of your hormones. Your have, chin area? Your uh-huh. chin area? Okay. Okay. Yeah. And so same thing with your feet, like there's reflexology of the feet, hands and ears. I am not a reflexologist. I don't, I haven't pursued that path yet, but I do know bits and pieces of the reflexology. And so like through here is going to be your sinuses. So all of this will kind of help break up some of what's blocking your Sorry, your sinus cavities, I can't Uh think. And then up here as well. So there's actually a couple of sinus points right in the orbital there. And you can feel that little indent. Yeah. Yeah. And so all of that will just kind of help clear your sinuses out, especially Mm -hmm. during allergy season. Mm -hmm. And if you do it right, you can kind of break some of that up in the back of the neck as well, Mm because it all just drains down. Just drains down. Neat. But we have about five minutes left. So I want to, is there a memorable story that you can share with us that you made a difference in somebody's life? I mean, there's been several of them recently. I typically will get those last minute calls of, hey, I'm really hurting really bad and I can't get this to move and come in, get the massage, like migraine clients. I've had a couple of those where they've stopped having migraines quite as bad or entirely. So those are the stories that I like to hear. Yeah, Actually, I had a lady recently who instead of working the back, we worked the chest all throughout because she was just hurting really bad in her back, neck and shoulders. And she hasn't been in quite as much pain. So and never typically you don't think about working the chest. It's always been like the back or the neck. So that's an in- in- The chest is a very important area. It really is. And Why is so, that? Because we tend to hunch forward, our necks mm-hmm. and chins go forward. So all of this starts shortening and staying mm-hmm. contracted. So if you help to lengthen these muscles, it'll mm-hmm. help shorten the back muscles so that everything's not getting pulled out of place. Interesting. Gotcha. That's really, and then, uh, so we wanted to know, do you do house calls? Ramona just said, where's your business located? So at the few minutes that we have left, so I'd like to do your location. If you make house calls, your hours, any Valentine's special or anything that you have going on, let me, and I'm going to put this banner up so people can know what you have. There you go. So I am located in Springfield. I'm off of uh, Fremont and Primrose, basically in the Bradford Parkway road. It's called 1426 Office Suites, and I'm in there in the very back. I do house calls, and I don't charge extra for those than what I would for an in-office appointment because I want people to be able to afford to take care of themselves even if they can't leave the house. I recently had a lady who, she very recently lost her daughter. 
And so mm-hmm. leaving the house was not something that she was ready to do. And I told her that's fine. We can definitely just go to your house and be in your safe space so that you can relax better and hopefully, hopefully. let go of some of that pain that's going mm-hmm. on. And so. So which one do you prefer house calls or do you prefer them come into the I office? I prefer in office appointments mm-hmm. because like almost everybody, I'm more comfortable in my own space. Oh, sure. But I also understand like they want to be comfortable in their space. So I like to be flexible with that. Well, it's uh, nice that you are flexible. Yes. And that's why I'm appointment only. I don't do walk-ins. Okay. It's hard to accept walk-ins when you're an hour away at somebody else's house who can't leave. So <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Any specials that you have going on for the Valentine's? I have the buy one, get one gift certificates, and I typically do them for $35 or $50. And the reason for that is the $35 will get you another $35 gift certificate. That covers the cost of the whole one hour massage. Same mm-hmm. thing with the $50 gift certificate. When you get buy one, you're getting another $50 gift certificate, and that covers an hour and a half massage. Thanks. On top of that, I've partnered up with uh, Lucinda from a new U Women's Clinic, and we are doing a massage and facial special. So you'll get an hour massage and a 30 minute hydrofacial. That sounds that's great. 145. 145 for both. And then, so I, everybody that, is listening or watching the go ahead and tell them what your website is i did put it in the chat my website is www.healingheartslmt.com perfect and then what about your facebook page if i remember it's still the at is travelingtherapy.com i wanted or yeah at cassie's traveling therapy i wanted to keep that in there so people would know i still travel perfect Okay, we're at 1030. So at the end of the hour, or in end of the segment, I guess I should say, I always um, leave the floor to have a bit of words of wisdom. So what words of wisdom can you leave for our listeners? Words of wisdom. Your body is the one thing that you will have your entire life. Take care of it. Ooh, very good. Very good. Julie said she has to go. but uh, So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. And thank you guys for joining us. Absolutely. And go visit her, give her the website uh, on Facebook. It's on, on our website. Uh, the discount code is Michelle. So make sure that you mention Michelle and uh, thank you so much. Good luck to you. And, and, uh, you know, very much, I don't know, much success, I guess I should say. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye guys. Bye.